1: I find it interesting that in this future where all of pop culture is online and you're in the computers and stuff, Mm. that there's no Marvel, there's no Harry Potter. It's interesting. It's just things they have the rights to. Yeah. Mm, (laughs) Strange. Unless in this universe there was no Marvel or no Harry Potter.
0: Ooh. Well, that's why they ended up in dystopia. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Hi there. Welcome to I Only Like You and Movies. I only like a my girlfriend, and maybe <laughs> my other girlfriend.
0: <laughs> imagine if this was a whole route just so you could have a second <laughs> girlfriend. Companies.
1: Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> anyway, this <laughs> week we've seen Ready Player One, which has come out a few weeks ago now, but, you know, I'm sure people still want to be interested in it. Or if you don't, don't listen. Why are you even here?
0: Don't be mean to them. They've just come.
1: <laughs> well, if they don't want to listen to it, why are they just here to... They, they wouldn't listen- be listening to it. I hate Listen Counts, so that's okay <laughs> with me, actually. Uh, it's directed by Steven Spielberg, based on a novel from a couple of years ago, which we have there. We haven't actually read it yet, though. No. Apparently, it's really bad. But... I want to
0: read it, then I want to watch Lindsay Alice's 20-hour yeah. series about mm. it.
1: I say bad. It's not imagin- imaginative, apparently.
0: Apparently, it's quite problematic. Right. In terms mm. of aggressiveness. Okay. And...
1: But uh, Baby Pistol said the movie is better, so that's good, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And yeah, why not? We've got Ty Sheridan apparently. I I forgot him straight away. He
0: looks He's got a very forgettable face. <laughs> he's fine though. He's fine. He just looks exactly like every other
1: mm, can, young. Yeah, he looks like Miles Teller and yeah, Ants a little bit. Yeah, all them. Mark Rylance, who's best friends with Steven Spielberg now apparently, in his, all his movies. And, you know, why not? Olivia Cook, who we quite like. Yeah. Simon Pegg turns up for a bit. Ben Mendelssohn, just playing his general baddie role. He just. Yeah. He just walks onto a set and does the same role. Doesn't matter what film it is these days.
0: He just learns one generic script, I think, yeah. as well.
1: <laughs> he just adapts it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Aussie Boy doing well, you know. All power to him. What did you think of the film, Sonny? Didn't like it. Oh, okay.
0: So here's the thing. I will admit I can be a little bit ditzy at times. However, I didn't didn't know who half the things were that they were referencing in this movie. And then there'd be so many things on the screen that you'd watch it and you'd be like, was that that a Battletoad? And then it's too late. It's already gone. And you're like, well, I don't know what's happening. Sure, just keep doing your thing. Ugh. It was the least Spielberg movie I'd ever seen in my life. Really? Did not feel like Spielberg no. at all. Which in the
1: sense that it just felt like a generic felt blockbuster. like a generic mm.
0: blockbuster. It had no soul. Like a lot of Spielberg movies, I feel mm. have focus too much on the pathos. Mm. This wasn't at all. I was just confused. Like it was such a weird storyline. So Olivia Cook's character's like, oh, you won't let me in real life because I'm so ugly, but I've got a birthmark, but also I'm over it in two seconds. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there were certain points in the plot where I was like, something ha- would happen, and then the characters would be like, oh, this means this. But the audience had figured that out half an hour ago, and they're like, yeah, I thought that's what we were doing this whole time. What are we doing this whole time then? So it was just, I don't know, weird. The acting wasn't great. The It was just a bit of like a, I don't know, it felt a bit cheap for mm-hmm. them going in about like, here's just all the things that you like so that you can <laughs> like this movie, you know? <laughs> My biggest issue with the film though is that I don't understand what demographic it's aimed at mm. because there were bits in this that were referenced to like, old 80s and 90s video game stuff and pop culture stuff but also it had moments where it was like as camp as a kids movie especially at the end when they get arrested and then it's like a punch in the face with like a funny sound effect Ooh, it's like are we watching an early 2000s like Jim Carrey comedy what is this right now but then they wanted to be like really intense and like we're in this dystopia and they're just using us and machines, and there's no like humanity left anymore, which is like a quite an adult theme. But none of it fit because I didn't know was this a kids' movie? Was it an action movie? Was it an adults' movie? Was it like something that commented on the hum- human existence? Was it a Spielberg film? It was just really like haphazard for me. What did you think? <laughs>
1: I understand what you're saying there. I quite liked it. I thought it was just an adventure story. And if you don't expect too much of it, if you accept the movie that's given to you, I'm okay with it.
0: I do not accept this movie.
1: Okay. <laughs> well not accept, but appreciate for what it is. I don't think it was trying to be particularly deep. I think it was just trying to be a fun adventure. But the
0: thing is I don't even know what it is because it was so haphazard. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. even appreciate yeah. it because I didn't understand it. That's
1: fair enough. One thing I'll say is that How far have we come in terms of visuals and special effects and visual effects where this movie has some amazing sequences, especially the car chase sequence, the race in the first little bit, Yeah, that if that was done at any point before, you know, recently, that would be the most amazing thing to ever be on film ever. Take Mm. that back 100 years ago, 50 years ago, Mm. 30 years ago. People would not stop talking about it. Now, it's just like, oh, yeah, there was a chase sequence and King Kong was there and, you know, it was amazing, but whatever.
0: We've become, like, immune to how great... Yeah. I know that happens
1: a lot in this movie, I think. There are some really great visuals that sort of are just accepted now and, like, not necessarily a bad thing that people have come that far and Spielberg is probably one of the people who has made us accept all these special effects and visual effects because of Jurassic Park and mm. other things. And, but I just feel like maybe those bits haven't been as appreciated as they would have been in the past.
0: Mm. My favourite bit of the film was a visual effects bit though. Mm-hmm. The bit where he went backwards under the course,
1: yeah, in the car. Yeah, That was so excellent. Awesome.
0: That was my favourite bit of the whole movie. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like that before. It was mm. exceptional.
1: Yeah. I know what you mean about um, there's some really obvious things that the audience figured out straight away. Like how did no one in the um Oasis World. It's supposed yeah. to be the whole their whole com- <laughs> their whole company designed to figure out what's going on here. And then Mike Rollins basically looks at the camera and says, Go backwards.
0: There is a time when you need to go, go back backwards. In wink time, wink.
1: During a race, perhaps.
0: And this whole company of people who <laughs> were working on this didn't think about I don't it.
1: I know, but Ty Sheridan did because he's awesome. There's yeah. I don't know. I don't really like, like the main character that much. No. I like to leave you Cook, but I think maybe that was just because I like her in Mina yeah. and Dying Girl. <laughs> and, you know, Mike Rance is always good. But, yeah, it's and very much like um, uh, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka meets Spielberg movie, basically. How dare and you? How dare you? Well, it is. That was well, all. it's
0: not well, at it all. Is. How dare you?
1: Literally the end is the same as Willy Wonka. He the end of, gives him control of the whole. Uh, if you think
0: that's the point of Willy Wonka, you What's need point? to Wonka po- out of here. I didn't say it was the
1: point. I said it's the ending. What
0: which is, is the cut- ending of this film where it's like, oh yeah, he gets the girl and he's just going to kiss her in front of everybody and we're going to get a two minute reaction shot from every single person, including Lena Wade which.
1: Well, I wonder if it's a bit like some other books you've seen, movies you've, we've seen recently where the concept is good. Or at least interesting, but the execution is not quite there.
0: Mm. I feel like it was too much execution for too little source material. Right. In a way, okay. It felt like too much
1: of too much happening, too right? much
0: visual effects, too many things included. Mm. They're trying to do too many things in like the final product, but that wasn't based on anything interesting. Me, mm. It wasn't based on an interesting premise for me. Okay. Fair
1: enough. For real, though, if this is true, and if this is true in the future, people got an Oasis system where they can do anything in a computer, visually sort of thing, why are we imagining they're going to spend all their time trying to do anything apart from, like, sex stuff? Let's face it. Everyone's doing sex stuff in the future.
0: Well, I can't help but compare this film to the episode of Black Mirror,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: Star Trek episode. Yeah. Which is the same kind of thing. You put something in your brain and you go to this special place and you don't have to do anything in real life. Yeah. And...
1: It's not a fair comparison. Black Mirror is so good and this is like so
0: Well, that's what I'm saying general. though.
1: I'm agreeing with you, a yes. A similar I'm premise agreeing with you, yeah.
0: was executed so much better in a 40-minute Black Mirror episode yeah, yeah. than it was in a two-hour film.
1: Literally what I'm trying to say is that Black Mirror is so awesome and they think so much about it and they explore every single yeah. Topic, and then this is just an action movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you just accept it as an action movie, I think you'll be okay. But if you want something deeper, you yeah. know, but then, like, you're right, is it a kid's movie? Is it.
0: Well, just like little bits at the end were so kid like, you know? Like the... Is that,
1: that bad though? Like, or you think it's bad if it's not a kid's movie all the way through?
0: Well, it wasn't marketed as a kid's film. Like, there were little kids here, but there were lots of references to sex, lots of swearing and everything that mm. I. It wouldn't have taken my child to see this if I'd known that. But then it wasn't a movie for, like, nerdy young adults either because it was too kid-like in certain things and treated us like we were a bit stupid. So I don't know. I just felt disconnected from the film. Mm-hmm. What would you give it out of five? No,
1: that's pretty good three out of five.
0: I'm going to give it two and a half. Two stars for the backwards race bit because that was excellent, and the half star for Olivia Cook because I really like her.
1: I wonder like how you explain what each star.
0: It might be helpful for people listening if they have the same bit. Also, I want to justify my response so that they know I'm not.
1: You show me you're working; it's good.
0: Don't patronize me. Patronizing. Showing me. my working. No, would
1: we'll never patronize someone like you.
0: That's the end of the podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for listening.
1: End of the relationship is over. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Or not, who knows. <laughs>